Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. Before we get into the interview today, I want to say a few words about our sponsor, Jane. Jane is an all-in-one practice management software that can help you manage your practice with a suite of features that make it easy to meet with individuals, couples, families, and a whole lot more. My practice actually switched to Jane a few months ago. The transition was um, as painless as it could be, and we got a ton of help by Jane customer support along the way. Um, some things that I've loved about Jane so far is it's extremely customizable and the customer support is really just uh, on another level. Um, we're also saving a lot monthly because the pricing uh, on Jane is uh, is a lot more favorable than a lot of other EHRs out there. So if you're interested in learning more about Jane, just go to jane.app forward slash mental health dash us. We'll put that in the description. You can use our code PPW1MO for one month off of your new account. Um, today, we're talking about how to create a sales funnel to scale your practice. Uh, I'm going to introduce my guest today, Brent Stutzman. After helping his wife successfully launch her practice in 2016, Brent saw a need to help other therapists launch, market, and scale their practices. Since then, he's launched over 12 private pay practices across the country an intake CRM software for therapists called Therasas, and an e-course called Private Pay Practice Program. His mission is to help launch, grow, and scale over 30,000 private practices by 2030. He is a certified story brand guide and lives in Chicagoland with his wife of 19 years and their three beautiful children. Brent, thank you so much for um, for being here and um, yeah, what else should people know about you and kind of how you got here and what you're up to today? Yeah, well, that that's that kind of summarizes uh, the the entrepreneurial journey. Um, you know, I'll share a little bit of this later in it in the in the mm -hmm. podcast, but you know, it came out of necessity that I had to learn how to do branding and marketing. And I'm a curious mind, so I just dove right in. So I consider myself really kind of a full stack marketer, like. I've done it all. <laughs> I've done all the things. I bought all the programs. And um, so now I'm on a mission, either like directly helping private practice owners or through my newsletter, uh, a YouTube channel, uh, and the different programs and soft softwares to really help 30,000 private practice owners scale up their practices using softwares and systems uh, and things like that along the way. So, um, and just having like a really good time doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could tell. Yeah. When we first met, I could tell, you know, I think some people, um, you know, just kind of, uh, pick this niche of like helping therapists seems cool. Um, but I think when people really have a, a deeper story behind it and a real passion for it, it shows and makes a big difference. Um, and also, you know, learning some of these things, uh, kind of by situation, it resonates with me as well. You know, years ago when I started my first practice, um, didn't have money to put into the business. And so that meant I was the branding guy and the marketing guy and the right. SEO guy and all those things, right? And got as far as I could. And then later I went, oh my goodness, I have all this knowledge now and I could share it with other therapists, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and that's taken many forms over the years. And then I've just, I've just always loved this side of things. Also love story brand, you know, big fan of Donald Miller and, and, and that whole side of things, but yeah, yeah. Wor it works. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. That's why I drank the Kool-Aid. Cause I was like, I needed something to be able to have a framework to launch my wife's practice. And I yeah. just needed something, right. Just like therapists have a framework for how do people change? 
right? They need, you need a framework or modality or system of thinking similar with branding and marketing. And, yeah. uh, and I'll, and I've done it so many times. I was like, man, this thing just really works and it resonates with yeah. people too. Like it, so it's a great, totally. it's a great, uh, great system. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's get right into our topic. So today we're talking about, um, creating a sales funnel, um, for a private practice. Where should we begin with that conversation? Yeah, well, let's kind of start with what private practice owners, what they want. You know, at the end of the day, they want a predictable pipeline of new client leads coming into the practice, right? Especially for group practice owners. The problem is that we're looking to solve today in our in our podcast conversation is that many practice owners, they don't have a sales funnel that consistently drives those client leads to the practice, or they have a sales funnel, but it's broken <laughs> and they don't know how to fix it. But what's even worse, though, what I've been experiencing these last handful of years is that marketing today is, isn't easy. Showing up on page one of Google when your clients need your services has been vital for growing a practice these past 20 years. However, private practice they, they, practice owners, they face a lot of competition from big directory sites like Psychology Today, ThriveWorks, Good Therapy, telehealth companies like better health headspace talkspace on like and half dozen more right there's so many more of these coming on and what happens is it's pushing those websites are pushing down the smaller private practices further down on google and you know page two of google is really known as the graveyard right most people just don't even make it to page two and so what this this is like a new reality for a lot of practice owners is that they need a powerful sales funnel that incorporates both digital and organic strategies for them to work 24 seven to stand out from the competition and attract their ideal client. So I, here's what I want practice owners to know is that if you don't have a sales funnel, there's a good chance you're not going to grow. And I love to kind of set this up with, with the kind of an origin story. When my wife came home seven years ago, she came home from the agency that she was working at. She was getting her hours in. She was uh, got her master's degree in clinical psychology. And she came home. She said, Brent, I want to start my own practice. Uh, and I just want to focus on kids like two to 12. And I want it to be 100% private pay. I don't want to have to deal with insurance. So uh, my wife was six months pregnant with our son at the time. We had twin girls who were two years old. <laughs> I didn't have, you know, thinking about it, I was like, we were crazy. Uh, we didn't have, I didn't have a marketing degree. I didn't, I've never launched a business before. We didn't have money to like, pay someone to build us a website or a sales funnel. Like I didn't even know what a sales funnel was then and didn't know I needed one. You know, we were living in Chicago land to be near family. Um, and we couldn't just live on my salary alone at that time. So we, we were starting from scratch and we had to make the business work. So I just went headfirst learning all the things. This is like when YouTube was really starting to get awesome with all the how to stuff, like branding yeah. and marketing, all, you know, it was like seven years ago. Uh, I would wake up at four in the morning and just from anxiety, but also like I have all these really fun ideas and I had to write them down. And so I, I had to go in and learn how to do video because I knew like video is going to be really important if we're going to have a private pay practice and really yeah. standing out. And um, so I had to learn how to do video. <laughs> I had to do learn how to do editing. I had to learn how to build WordPress websites, SEO, like all the things. And for several months, this is like all I obsessed with. So what happened? was kid matters counseling which is the name of my wife's practice you know she and now is a it's a group practice of nine clinicians it's all private pay and it's all focused on children like mm. it's been amazing but since then i kind of uh, I, I there was a friend of mine i'm like hey i really like your brand 
as like a therapist and as a person, if you ever wanted to launch your own practice, like let's partner up and do it. And he's like, okay, I need help. <laughs> and so he did. And so we launched that one and that's going strong today with two different locations. And, mm. and then since then I just kind of like, you know, therapists don't have a lot of money to start. And so yeah. I basically came along and said, Hey, look, like we'll do like a revenue share thing. And if I do my job and grow, then I'll get paid. But if, if I don't, then like I don't get paid and you're not out yeah. of money. You know what I mean? So that's kind of how it started. Like, so I'm like over 12 private practices now. And, um, and so that's been great. So I learned a ton in that. And so I, I hope at the end of the, like, what I was going to say is going back to the sales funnel, every time we launch a practice, I'm like, it's all about that sales funnel, the digital presence and the organic word of mouth, putting in systems in place. And that's how mm -hmm. I, I grow practices. So at the end of this podcast, I'm going to give your listeners a, like a link where they can download all the free stuff I'm going to give them and even more. And uh, my goal is just to kind of give everything away that I've learned, <laughs> at least most stuff today in this, the time that are allotted for us, uh, the marketing, the systems that I've made in my own private practice. So really two things mm -hmm. could possibly happen. One, that maybe one of your listeners want to partner up and scale their practice or two, that they would maybe take advantage and consider subscribing to Therasas, the CRM software that I'm promoting. So that's kind of so the introduction cool. and the setup. And before we jump in, I'm curious if you have any questions around any of those things, otherwise you can show the slide and we can jump in. Yeah. I'm excited just to keep going while you're, you're on a roll and uh, I want to keep okay. it that way. <laughs> All right. Sure. Yeah. All right. So for those who are on YouTube or watching this, I, I do have a, a slide up of a, of a sales funnel and it's really kind of a funnel and there's really three steps to it. But first I, I want listeners to know that a sales funnel is a, just simply, it's a marketing strategy that guides potential customers through a series of steps. And the end goal is, is to convert them into a paying client. So a sales funnel really has three major components. There's there, you could have four or five or six if you want to get complicated, but I, there's really like three. And the first one is the top of the funnel is the curiosity stage. And then there's the enlightenment stage, which is right in the middle. And at the very bottom is the commitment stage. And I'll, I'll dive in a little bit more into that in just a minute. But there's really three like sales funnel assets that clinicians need to have, practice owners need to have. One is a brand message, which is the words that you use to talk about the problems you solve for your clients. The second thing is a website, particularly at least a homepage. You need a well-designed website talking about the problems you solve and the services you offer. Mm -hmm. And then there's a lead generator, which is just a free resource that you can give away to capture somebody's email address and then nurture that relationship with an automated, automated email campaign. Okay. So that's really just the outline of the, of the sales funnel. So I'll jump over to the second one mm -hmm. or the second slide here. All right. So every potential client is asking when they engage with your brand, can you solve my problem? And this is the curiosity stage at the very top of the funnel. It's really about piquing the potential client's interest by answering their most pressing questions about the problem they are trying to solve. And if you can succinctly and clearly answer the question, can you solve my problem? You have hooked them and that potential client will begin to move down the funnel into the enlightenment stage. So let's talk about the website assets a little bit here at the curiosity stage of, of the uh, sales funnel. The first one is your brand message. All right, so what's a brand message? Well, a brand message is kind of like a movie script. 
No movie is created without a script. The, it's the words that provide the foundation of a blockbuster hit or flopbuster, <laughs> however you want to call it. Well, the script provides the words that will give direction for the movie. Like, where's the action at? Is it a mystery? Is, it, is there suspense here? Scripts also detail like how many actors are needed. They provide guidance on inspiration on for the set design, location shooting, costume design, you know, what type of lighting may be needed. A producer will not hire director, a director, actors, set designers until they have a script. So imagine if you try to make a movie without a script, it mm. would just be a tremendous waste of time and money because you don't have the guardrails in place to create your movie. Your brand message plays the same part in your marketing. So many practice owners will create a website without having a clear brand message. That's why you have, there's like so many confusing websites out there. And if you confuse, this is what Donald Miller says, like if you confuse, you will lose those client leads and that potential revenue. Your brand script um, is really there to be the guide rails to design a website that actually communicates with words the problems you solve and how you can improve your client's life. Your brand message is the basis for your sales funnel and for all of your marketing. And I'll have some free resources I can give you on how to create a, a clear brand message at the end of the web at the at the end of the podcast. Great. Um, and if you want to dive deeper into branding, I highly encourage you to read uh, "Building a Story Brand" uh, by Donald Miller. So before I move on in there, John, I'd love to, if you have any questions or thoughts on this. Yeah, I, I mean, building a story brand is a great place to start. I think a lot of therapists just sit down and start writing or they're literally editing their website as they go and just kind of winging it. Right. And even something like a tagline being like the thesis of your site that ties the message together. Right. Or going back to the problem you solve or even like what is the big promise of, mm. um, you know, what your brand offers, what your company offers, um, and, and thinking about that. And when you have that, and most therapists can talk out loud about that, you know, and are really good at talking about it. But then when it comes to putting it on a page, uh, we kind of get scrambled and just start kind of throwing stuff at the page and it can, uh, the results can be kind of incoherent, right? Or when we don't know what to say, we just start talking about ourselves right off the bat, right? That's another yeah. comment. Yeah, the Netflix shows that you're currently watching and how they you <laughs> yeah. enjoy them. And it's like, well, like mo most people just don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I said, they come to your website because they have a problem. Yeah. So if you're not talking about the problems you're going to solve or how you yeah. can help solve those problems, then you're going to or, or they talk about the features, right? I'm warm and empathic, which let's hope all therapists are. So you've already lost me there, <laughs> right? <laughs> or right. getting into the nitty gritty of, you know, the methods that I use or this and that. It's like, hold up, hold up. I don't even know if I'm in the right place. I don't even know if you can, in fact, solve my problem. Right. right. Um, and right. so not assuming anything until we've kind of built more of that relationship through your copy and getting yeah. it really simple. You know, I talk about using third grade language and that's about the language, the level of language that I like to use in copy. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's more advanced. I usually like to say like second grade. I mean, so you're like Even way better. more advanced in your copy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, I love that. Like uh, this leads into my second point, which is really mm -hmm. about your homepage in that header section. Great. So like we talk about, I talk about your homepage kind of being the main asset for your funnel, one of the main assets. And, and, um, and you really have to answer the question, can you help solve my problem in about three seconds? Yeah. And a lot of therapists I've seen, I've looked at a lot of websites. They rarely even, sometimes they just, they don't even mention that they're counselors or they're therapists. Yeah. Right on the header. 
or anywhere, right? So the, the, Donald Miller calls this the, the grunt test and you have like three seconds to do it. And there's really three questions you have to answer right away in those three seconds or you're going to lose them. Mm -hmm. So was it, what is it that your practice, you know, what does your private practice do? Second question is how can you help them? And the third is how can the client get started with counseling? You, you have like three seconds to kind of put that right at the very top mm -hmm. or you, or you're going to lose them. So for example, like, um, and the longer conversation, more slides, I have like website examples, but let's just say for, for our time here, you, mm -hmm. if you're a couples counselor, you could simply say at the top on your header with a picture of a smiling couple behind it, right? Counseling for hurting couples, get back to connecting and loving, loving one another. Right. And then a button that just says like schedule an appointment. Yeah. That's simple. You don't have to overthink. Like, like, like you said, third grade level that a third grader can understand it. Because let me, I mean, I, I talk a little bit more, we could talk about this too, is that like, like people are coming to your website in distress. Yeah. Right? They, their, their world has been rocked. And so for their brain to be able to like, under, they, it's not, it's not able to understand, you know, clever copy or cute copy yeah. or ironic copy. Right. Um, it's looking to solve this problem so bad. Like that's, that's what it's thinking. That's what's on your mind is what you're thinking about. So if you're not clear in how you can solve that problem yeah. to help them, then you're, you're just going to lose them. So, yeah, um, I, I see a lot of, um, examples of confusing branding. You know, I saw something recently, which was like a big billboard. And it was like, I think an HVAC company. And then all it said was like HVAC done differently. <laughs> and it just left me with so many questions. Yeah. You know, I'm just like differently. How, right. <laughs> you know, um, like I take pictures of billboards in Chicago here. Yeah. Cause like, I was like, man, it's a tremendous amount, like waste of money. Yeah. Um, I, and yeah, I, I have to think of a, uh, I, I got them, but I was like, there's one called, it, it just said the dump. Yeah. On it. And underneath that, it was like, um, it's like for, it's basically for thrift store shoppers or something like yeah. that. You know, I was like, oh, that's fascinating. I bet this is like a really like weird goodwill type of thing. And I went online and it was a furniture store. Yeah. And I was like, well, that was a lot of money just wasted. A whole lot. A whole lot. On that Chicago billboard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, so, um, but yeah, I keep, I take pictures of these bad examples because it's a good yeah. reminder. It's a good reminder. So I would say kind of a couple of action items from just the curiosity stage mm -hmm. in the sales models, create your brand message, a clear one, and then update your homepage header. And so what I'll do is, you know, at the end of our podcast and in, in the show notes too, there'll be a link to it, but I'll give you like, it's a free kind of template that I, I use, uh, for all my clients when creating a brand script. And then I have a video walkthrough of like how to actually use it. And then I'll also include, there's a, a homepage wireframe template. So it's, it's a wireframe that I use a wireframe is essentially just an architectural drawing or something that you could put all the words in the right places and send it off to your website designer. Yeah. And then I have another thing called the, uh, webs, the ultimate website checklist for therapists. And so they can download that too, and they can have that. So so um, cool. Yeah. So, but before we move on to the next stage, the enlightenment stage, you have any thoughts or questions you can riff on a little or. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm loving what you're saying on the, the, the tagline piece, the grunt test I think is, is great. I think even having non-therapists um, yeah. 
see if they can understand your message or what you're talking about. Because as therapists, we get really stuck in talking to one another about what we do and can kind of, it's like a mechanic talking to a mechanic, right? Versus my mechanic explaining to me exactly what's wrong with my car in a way that I'll understand, Yeah. right? Some mechanics yeah. are really good at that. Some are really bad and they lose business or they overwhelm or they make people like me feel kind of dumb, right? Um, <laughs> as to like, what kind of problem do I have? And how yeah, they're like, hey, yeah, come here, let me show you. Let me show you what we're looking at. Like, yeah. Well, do, 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 do. I'm like, yeah, man, yeah. can I drive this car out at the end of the day? Because I got people. Right. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, you can lose them in the psycho babble and all that stuff. You know, like I was thinking, what do I name my business? Well, brand your practice. Like I, I will always fault on clarity over cuteness or anything because yeah. I don't want to confuse anyone at the end of the day. Yeah, And, you know, it's not if I would have spent more time on the branding, I'm sure I could have come up with a better name. But it's like, well, that's what it is. <laughs> yep. What it yep. is. You know, it's clear. <laughs> thinking about that outcome piece too right it's like what is my mechanic trying to help me do he's trying to help mm -hmm. me get back on the road you know so there could yeah. be something there yeah. around what's the future outcome that that our clients are hoping for or going back to that couples therapy example right it's like helping helping couples reconnect or yeah. whatever it is like something as simple as that can be strong and powerful and almost impossible to confuse people yeah I mean, that's the, that's the wonderful test. Like, is it, how can you do it where your brain isn't burning calories and they have to think about it and you have to do like six levels of like irony, like just getting through the levels to finally understand what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I'll say one more thing. Like, mm -hmm. uh, I like to, I drive my cars into the ground. <laughs> so I have a Toyota matrix. That's like almost 20 years old. And sure enough in Illinois here, we have to do these emissions tests and they won't give you yeah. a license plate sticker. Sure enough, every year that stinking check engine light comes on right before I have to go. <laughs> so, uh, so I have this conversation every year with my mechanic. I'm like, well, check engine lights on. Can you fix it? He's like, and he's like, yeah, it's going to cost you this much. I'm like, look, is there any way you can just repair it? And I need it back by this certain time because I have yeah. emissions. You know what I mean? He's like, can I just get that sticker? Right. Help me get that sticker. <laughs> For just one more year yeah yeah that's right yep. so how how you can actually help them meaningful connections you know whatever whatever that desired transformation outcome that they want have that on your website you have that right up at the top it'd be really good. great great so like they're asking you right can i trust like the curiosity stage like can you help me with my problem yeah and if we move into the enlightenment stage it's where imagine on their website they start to go a little bit further down so you've, yeah. an, you've answered the question right they answer the question yes i think i can trust you or i think you can i think you can solve my problem and now you're they're asking the question well but can i trust you with this really intimate problem and that's the enlightenment stage and so uh they're going to be learning and consuming more content from you so i'm going to just talk like briefly like six ways and let me change my slide here for my uh for those who are watching too mm -hmm. um all right so we you know blogs right that's that's a really powerful way to kind of get your mind on paper and people to kind of get into the way you think about how you can help people and healing, how the healing process takes place. Mm -hmm. uh, it's also good for SEO, right? The other one I think is, you know, this is absolutely part of when I partner with um, uh, therapists to grow their practice mm -hmm. videos. So yeah. having a few videos that dive deeper into how you can provide therapy and how you can help them is a powerful, it's like the fastest way to build trust. 
Mm. Like I always think um, videos really should do two things. One, they should attract your ideal client and they should repel people who are not a good fit. Yeah. You know, and I think every clinician should have their own profile video because people shop for their clinicians like they do their Amazon products. They kind of want to try it on a little bit. Like, do I even like this person? Video will just yeah. answer, take away all that risk. So, totally. you know, I actually really like this person. And I think they're actually, I think they're, they're the, they're the right guide, right? Going back to the story. Yeah. Brand, like they're the yeah. right guide for me to help me solve this intimate problem. So I think, well, yeah, oh, go, ahead. go ahead. And that, that, you know, for, for a lot of therapists, that intro call, like that free phone consult is where they're doing some of what they could do in a video, right? Mm -hmm. Of just giving yeah. the client a sense of what it's like to talk with me, just like I'm talking now. And if I were hearing out a client about their issues and I'm thinking through, um, could I help them? And if so, how might I help them? How might, how have I helped someone like you in the past? Um, what questions can I answer here? Right. And, and doing that or thinking about your intro call and bringing some of that to the video, right? Like you said, answers a lot of those questions, creates that rapport, uh, even for therapists that say like, oh, I'm not good on video or I don't know how or whatever, you know, get, yeah. working through some of those kind of mental blocks around putting yourself on video, which mm -hmm. I have, I'm always interested in helping therapists with those, those yeah. blocks, um, you know, can also, it, it, again, help bring people further through this sales funnel process, right? A little deeper into, to that funnel. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I had a thing above my, uh, other computer over at my monitor. It's like, mm -hmm. I, my theme last year was like, how do I build intimacy at scale? Yeah. How do you build intimacy video hands down? Yeah. And, uh, oh I mean, you know this, right? I mean, you, you're oh, like yeah. an OG for a therapist on, on, uh, <laughs> yeah. on YouTube, you know, like you've been around for a yeah. while. So video for sure. Like, I think it's the most powerful way to, to, answer that question. Can I trust you? It's not just yeah. that. It's also the words that you're saying in that video, right? The, so I think there's really like three videos that a therapist should be focusing on, on a, uh, on a website. One is like a homepage video, which is just an overview. Like you could just take that brand message guide, that template I gave you, you can download that. and just use that. It's really simple. Totally. Yeah. Totally. So your homepage video, uh, I think videos for individual clinicians are absolutely like you want them on their intake form. Let's say you're using Therasas, you have a little drop down of all the clinicians that you have at your practice. Would you like to work with a particular clinician? And they select, they self-select who they want to work for. Makes mm -hmm. the intake coordinator job so much easier because they're like, I'm going to work with this person unless they have a yep. wait list, but that's another problem. And, <laughs> you know, so videos for individual clinicians. And then I think a thank you video. So after they hit mm. that submit, um, uh, you know, submit an application for an yeah. appointment or form or a phone call, you send them to a thank you page. And on that, it just says, hey, thank you so much for taking this courageous step and seeking help. Mm. Let me know what the, I'm going to tell you what the next steps are. And so you just give them a simple plan. Here's what to expect. That's it. That's so good. I think at least you have three videos on your website. Um, and then, okay, if I can keep going on the, uh, enlightenment, you know, can mm -hmm. I trust you? Google reviews, let's face it, like got to have them. Uh, I know you can't ask uh, current yeah. clients, but you can ask colleagues, other folks, friends, family, Google's agnostic. If they can speak to like your ability to listen and provide counsel, like those are yeah. all good things. Those are all good things. That's huge. Um, I think an email newsletter is really important. I, if, if you talk, if you, if you listen to enough podcasts and entrepreneurs, they're all going to say, I wish I started earlier with a newsletter. A hundred percent. Everybody says it. Yep. I got serious about it about a year and a half ago. 
and doing my own sales funnel. And it's like, I, yeah, I wish I did it earlier because it's yep. significant. So you could just send a newsletter once a month. That's all you're yep. talking about how you can help. Like, yeah, anxiety, depression, social media. Like there's lots of things to talk about. Just send them a letter. And that way you're just showing up in their inbox, providing this some is value. huge. Yeah. It's huge. Let me show you. I got a crazy story yeah. about it, but go for it. Go first. I yeah, no. So I, I mean, so many therapists that I meet with and also even, even therapists that I think of that I've, um, where you have come to mind, I thought you should talk to Brent or they're looking to kind of scale or kind of mm -hmm. looking for a partner and looking at what are the assets of the business, right? Uh, an, an email list can and should be one of them, right? So you have built this business, let's say for the past 10 years, and um, you all of a sudden have hundreds of people um, walking into your storefront every single week. Or let's say you get 200 unique visitors to your site every single week and all these people and then all those out of that percentage or out of that number let's say um, 10 of them become clients or whatever it is let's say you're getting 40 new clients a week to the practice over the course of 10 years all of those people right if you don't have a simple unified way to keep in touch with those people you have exhausted yourself getting these leads acquiring these leads right and then they're kind of nowhere to be found or they're somewhere in your ehr but you can't export it and they didn't opt into your email list and there's this whole working backwards thing um mm -hmm. and then therapists go well creating an email list isn't going to get me clients quote unquote because that's usually what they're focused on right this kind of top of funnel stuff of like i need more traffic it's like yes and so that's a lead generation part but in terms of the brand awareness piece and building you know this asset on your business um start now or in most cases it's like yes start yesterday um mm -hmm. it's a non-sexy kind of addition to your practice but um it's gonna just support your practice in a way that you can't imagine until you start doing it we brought on a new clinician recently just introduced her to the email list yesterday and boom handful of clients are like wow this new therapist looks great here's her headshot her bio some fun facts about it they're like sign me up right that cost me zero dollars to, to do that right but i've been building right. that list since the day we opened this practice yeah and you own that asset you own that yeah. direct communication it's not borrowed land like on facebook yeah. or instagram i you know i can't yeah. I still, I'm very weary to get on social media just because like they change the rules all the time. And, you know, just, it, I just rather spend my time on a newsletter. Yep, me uh, too. Two, two quick stories on this. this. So I had a demo call for Therosass the other day and I couldn't even like introduce myself. And the lady was like, Brent, your content is amazing. And she just went on and on. Mm. She's like, there's these other people out there, but you are just giving all this stuff away. And it's been so helpful. Blah, blah. Like I, I, it took me two minutes to even just like introduce, but it was like, she knew me. I had no idea who she was, but she knew me because she's just been consuming all my content. Yeah. And, and that's what you want. Second story. My wife uh, and I had uh, uh, some friends, uh, new friends over their friends. Uh, their son is friends with our son. And we had like, it was, it was dinner. We, we broke bread together. It was great. We're sitting around the table. Two hours in, the mom's like, I've been reading your newsletter for a couple of years and I watch all your videos and they're really helpful. <laughs> so Love here we are. We're thinking like, oh, she actually knows a whole lot more about us as, as, we're, as yeah. we're just kind of an introduction. Here's the thing. People read it. If you're providing value and how you can help them solve problems or think through difficult life thing and you have so therapists have so much information in them to share uh it's just un, it's an unstoppable brand and people will read it
Yep. We'll read it. So, but how do you actually get those emails? So let me, this last one here is really with what I call a lead generator. So, I mean, I keep referring to this free, all these free resources I'm going to give. That is a lead generator, right? So, mm-hmm. but in the email and uh, in exchange for the email, you'll get all these free things. You could do an ebook. You could have a checklist. People love checklists, uh, a resource guide or like a mini course or a free con- something. They'll put in their email and they'll get that in return. Um, because everyone who visits your website, they're not going to be ready to schedule an appointment right away. So if you can get their email, uh, then you can automate that kind of nurturing, nurture that relationship on autopilot, um, through some email. And so when they're ready to schedule an appointment, they're going to go with you instead of the competition because you've already nurtured that relationship with them. Mm -hmm. So for this, a whole enlightenment stage here really is like create that lead generator. And then I'm going to say something I haven't mentioned yet, and that's systematize your referral outreach, like word of mouth and networking. There was a big slowdown in leads for those, um, a lot of my clients who haven't have uh, developed word of mouth network yet. Mm -hmm. It was a slowdown, like people in October, just like across the country, because I have them all over, my my clients are all over, just kind of slowed down and people are freaking out. But those who had a digital and an organic pipeline for clients coming in, they really didn't see much of a dip. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They didn't have to worry about it. So um, so some things I want to give away here. So I have a free Canva template. So once you s- sign up for the free downloads, we'll give you a free Canva template of the lead generator that we've used for Kid Matters. It's called the 15 Signs of Childhood Anxiety and How to Help. You can take that and style it and put all whatever information you want on there. That's yours. I also have like a referral source tracking sheet, just a Google sheet. So you can start to track who your referral sources are, mm. how many times they refer to you. And then I also have uh, a webinar that I did with Dr. Deb Leggy on uh, how to grow your private practice with word of mouth marketing. So um, there's a link to that, that free webinar in there. Great. So we talked a lot there about the enlightenment stage and can I trust you? I would love if you have any other thoughts you'd want to share. Um, I, I always do, but I also am curious to get to the final stage here. Yeah. It's a lot time. It's we not as left. long. It's a lot yeah. shorter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. yeah well, dear listeners, thank you for hanging in there. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, but yeah, building this relationship is, is everything. So a lot of people that come to your website are a maybe, right? And if your website is either book an appointment, like become a client or in our case, so let's say it's a cash pay practice or paying hundreds of dollars a session every single week, right? Mm-hmm. So lifetime value of a client on average is many hundreds or even thousands of dollars. And then your website is, is a yes or no question, right? Like either pay me thousands of dollars or get lost, right? And we never talk again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your, lead gener- your lead generator, right? Lead magnet kind of makes it a maybe, right? Like, can we keep in touch? Or yeah. I'm offering some free value. And I do this a lot in, in this business, right? Some mm-hmm. free value in exchange for your name and email address. And then it's up to me to also, as I like to put it, make myself useful to my email list, make myself useful to a new subscriber. So this idea of serving, and we have a really long nurture sequence for this business that goes on for months for new subscribers, right? And a lot of that is warming them up, telling them a bit about my story, building that relationship, just getting, giving them little nuggets of value on, on things that I know therapists struggle with, right? And that is working up to potentially a, first sale which might be a small sale like um like a course or a 30 dollar product or mm-hmm. there's affiliate links in there whatever it is and building up to um some some higher ticket uh 
items. So just making this a maybe, like it's kind of like dating, right? It's like, it's a maybe, yeah, can we keep it. in touch? I think is is huge. And so therapists right now, like, again, let's say you got 200 people walking into your store and walking right out every single week. Um, if you don't have an option for it to be a maybe, then you're already losing a lot and burnt, setting a lot of money on fire, <laughs> the money you're spending on your Google ads and your SEO and all these things, right? right. Uh, and then letting leads just walk right out the door. Yep. Yep. I couldn't say it better. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Try to capture them. They're coming there. Yep. Um, all right. So this next one is the commitment stage, which is really the take my money stage. <laughs> and let me uh, move this here. So that this is where they make, you need to make it as easy as possible for them to schedule or book an, uh, either book a consultation or schedule an appointment with them. So the goal is really to remove any confusion or friction around what's necessary to take steps to start therapy. And so for most practices, this is going to either be make a phone call or fill out a form on the website to get the conversation going, right? So filling out an intake form, I think is my preferred way because you can get a lot of information to help qualify that lead right up front. Yeah. Um, that's why Therasass is, I, it's been a game changer for the practices that I serve and why I'm now offering it to a lot of other people, um, to the public now. But, mm -hmm. um, so basically I think that's all it is, is really the, <laughs> they're ready to buy because they, yeah. you have answered the question. Can you solve my problem? Yes. Can I trust you? Yes. And now I'm ready. They're ready to make that commitment. So make yeah. it as easy as possible. Have a clear call to action, a big bright button on your website that will take them to either a form or they can make a phone call. And the yeah. other action item is really to have a system in place to track those leads because really, I, you know, some would say that the therapeutic process could begin at the website, mm -hmm. right? It could also be, uh, it, it either, it definitely begins at the moment when they hit the, they raise their hand and they say, yes, I need help. And I want you to help me. What happens after the click or the phone call is really important. So you want to have a yeah. system in place to be able to nurture that and take care of them uh, because they're in a very vulnerable place. Because as therapists, you know this. So a couple of things I want to share is I just have a, a, a free tracking template. It's, a, it's the Google Sheet that we that I developed uh, for many of my clients before Therasas came along. And then my wife's like, this Google Sheet cannot sustain 120 people anymore. Mm -hmm. Like it was just, it was growing and growing. It became an organized, like organizational nightmare. So mm -hmm. I was able to kind of cobble a couple of things together, kind of design something using different technologies. And that's where Therasas came in. So I would love for practice owners who are like, I need transparency. <laughs> I need support. I feel like yeah. things are, people are falling through the cracks. Um, I don't have transparency as much as I like into the intake process. I do trust my intake coordinator, but I feel like I just don't, I don't have insight to what they're doing all the time or my yeah. intake coordinator is going to leave me or they're going on vacation. What do I do? <laughs> right. So really having a centralized place where you can manage and keep track of all those leads and not only yeah. just that, but also having a dashboard with either if you want call tracking metrics or just marketing metrics, how many leads came in? How many converted? Where are they at in becoming a client in that stage? So if that interests you and your listeners, go to therasas.com. That's just T-H-E-R-A-S-A-A-S.com. So that is that is yeah. a conversation around a sales funnel.
So I'll leave Love it there. It. And we can. Um, I have, yeah, I have a couple of questions for you here because this intake process is a real head scratcher for a lot of practices and a moving target <laughs> uh, for mine included, right? Because on one hand, you know, so we have an intake coordinator mm -hmm. um, who books clients and does these initial phone calls um, and then tries to match them with a therapist at mm -hmm. my group practice. Um, and we've experimented with this process. We've changed this process a number of times. For most practices like mine, we don't have someone who's answering live. So even if you have your phone number on your site, someone calls, right? I'm not, I can't pay her 40 hours a week to sit there and answer the phone. Um, and an answering service kind of feels too impersonal for me. So then the next best thing that we have to try to reduce that phone tag piece is like a Calendly or an acuity scheduling type calendar integration where they click on, you know, book a free consultation, they see her calendar, they can book a call as soon as today or this afternoon, right? And mm -hmm. then it's a guaranteed time and we've captured that lead into our email list and, and et cetera. Um, a fear I have with the form is that it feels like this, uh, you know, they fill out the form and, and then what, right? So obviously you can tell them on the other side of that form, here's what's going to happen now. But if they fill out that form, then what if that starts a game of phone tag between the intake coordinator and the client and tracking them down? So what, what have you found like kind of works uh, for this process? Um, how good is the form? And what would you say about this process yeah. in general? Uh, okay, so for the form thing, you know, the, we used to think that... Um, you know, if you have too much, if you're asking people too many questions on the form, they'll never fill it out. That's never been the case. Like, hmm. uh, so we have a, a fairly detailed form. We like people to fill yeah. out because we need to be able to qualify them pretty fast. If they're not, we're going to like, here's you're not a good fit for the practice. Here's a list of referral sources and send it out, uh, send it to them. And there's templates inside Therasas. There's ways you can automate it. People also really like text messaging back and forth. So there's, yeah, have the, yeah. the complaint text messaging to get things really, really fast. Um, a lot at the end, of, I still think the best way is to get them on the phone, mm -hmm. right? I think you can close a lot quicker, but a lot of people are really busy. And so yeah. if they have a, if you have a good form, your intake coordinator can make good uh, decisions on who they would pair best with, and then either write them an email or whatever. But you know, people are also like busy, <laughs> like, you know, they don't always respond for one or two days. Right. So you need to be able to have a clear way to organize all that information too, and uh, organize a wait list. Um, so what, like when our, when intakes coordinator go on, someone else will jump in and help out, um, to continue those conversations because, but at least with Therasas, those emails and conversations and phone calls and text messages are all right there. You can see it. Anybody can jump in that's on your team. So cool. Um, help with it. Yeah. So I, I don't know if that, that answers your original question, yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's a huge squeeze point. For, huge. For huge. Oh my gosh. It's make or break. Right. I mean, one thing I do with my coaching clients, the therapist that I coach is I have them track their numbers in my owner dashboard. It's just, it's a Google sheet, but mm -hmm. help them identify the key metrics of their business. So for instance, let's say you know, top of the funnel number is website visitors. How many people came to the site in a given week? And out of those people, how many of those either booked a call, right? Or inquired, let's say again, 200 people and 10 people booked a call or whatever. And then out of that many people, how many converted into clients? Mm -hmm. um, and then we have benchmarks that we kind of shoot for or even measuring where they're at now. Let's say you're converting only 20% of your leads, right? Well, why is that? What are the objections, right? Is it really about the fees? Do you not have enough female clinicians, right? You got to really know 
what's going on there with those phone calls, right? And the information that your intake coordinator is getting about why people aren't moving forward, right? Because um, yeah. that can be make or break too, right? It's like, well, they all want a male clinician who has 530 slots, right? Well, go find that male clinician, right? It mm-hmm. it informs your hiring, right? Or whatever it is. But it, knowing where the funnel is leaking, right? Like, do you have a traffic problem? Do you have an intake coordinator problem? Is that person coachable, right? Are your fees actually too high? Is that really the truth? Or have you just kind of assumed that, right? Based on a feeling, which is often the case. Yeah. So I, I just love having those numbers and looking at them at least once a week of like, here are the, 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 you know, taking the pulse of my business, here are the vital signs of my business. Um, and here's the problem I'm working on. In other words, here's the part of the funnel I'm working on right now, whether it's coaching my intake coordinator or creating a lead magnet or um, really focusing on traffic. Like that's my focus for this quarter, for instance. Yeah. Yeah. That's all good. Yeah. Having an executive dashboard or something like that to share is huge. And being mm-hmm. able to get to the information quick or pulling the information, finding the information and, and pulling in quickly. So that's where like a really helpful EHR comes in or yeah. CRM like Therasas, where you can just gather that information real fast. Then you can have a complete picture of how you're like the health of your practice. Yeah. Um, yeah, like there's a, there's a little th- thing inside Therasas. I absolutely love it where if there, you know, you can mark the lead as lost, but you can say why. You can mm-hmm. leave a, like, why did they do it? And you can quickly yeah. get that information. Just So you just have a historical record <laughs> of all the totally. things. And, and um, as a practice center, I want to know that, right? So for instance, yesterday, my intake coordinator said, hey, people are asking more for a female clinician that does EMDR. So an option I have is, you know, again, get another female clinician who does EMDR and meet that need, right? Yeah. If there's six people this week that were looking for that specifically, and I don't have that, so it's just simple supply and demand, right? Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know that unless she's tracking that somewhere and in communication with me about it, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Because it's a lot about just, you know, the same thing why you have QuickBooks or some sort of financial record, right? So because you're just not like, well, how profitable was I? And you're like, I don't know. Right. You like you want you yeah. want numbers so you can sleep better at night. Yeah. And then, you know, when your partner or spouse asks you how things are going, you get them good answers. Yep. Totally. Totally. <laughs> um <laughs> We're right at, at time, Brent, man. I, I could talk to you for days. I mean, you, you have a rare combination of um, really being a great marketer and understanding even the kind of creative side of marketing and branding, but also being a systems guy, um, which I really love that you can kind of do both and you see how both really have to go hand in hand, right? And successful practice growth. So systems and processes piece and also the marketing piece working in tandem. So I, I just, I like the way you think about practice building and i know you've helped a lot of therapists um and and will continue to that that being said maybe you can just uh, lead us out with kind of how people can learn more about you and how they can get started yeah i think uh one you should download um just go to brandyourpractice.com there'll be a link in the description it's just sales-funnel-resources that's a lot of dashes but brandyourpractice.com sales dash funnel dash resources, or you can just scan the QR code that's on the slide. And that's going to give you access to over 17 free resources that I've either mentioned or that you can get. Uh, And then I also want you to think about like funnel hacking a little bit. So Mm -hmm. I want you to experience because you'll get emails from me, you know, full transfer, you're going to get some emails (laughs) uh, along with those free resources. And I want you to experience that and be like, whom I want could be possible for my own practice and building out my own sales funnel. So I encourage it. you to do that. Um, definitely check out Therasas if the CRM thing is interested for you. 
um, really excited to get that going as well. So yeah, thank you. Awesome. Thank you for having me on your podcast. And what, a, what a blessing to, to, uh, to share this information. So I hope your listeners found it really helpful and they'll keep coming back and listening for, for days to come. You got it. Yeah, you're, you're welcome back anytime. Thanks again for doing this, Brent. Uh, we'll put links to everything um, in the show notes or description, uh, of course. And then, um, uh, yeah, thanks again to Brent for being here and to, to the folks listening and watching. Uh, we'll see you in the next one. Thanks right. again. And uh, thanks to Jane for sponsoring today's episode. See you soon.